everyone. Welcome to the STD Project's Happy Hump Day podcast. I'm Janelle Marie, founder and administrator of the STD Project. Today we are going to be answering the question, can someone with an STD have casual sex? Kind of dicey, right? First, I should frame the question before even answering it by explaining a little bit about when someone first contracts an STD. The majority of people, because of the immense stigma behind STDs and the way in which STDs are treated in the public eye, when someone first contracts an STD, they feel like they can never have sex again. I certainly felt that way. I was 16 when I contracted an STD and I cried all the way home in the car while my mom drove us back to our house. And I was certain no one would want me again. No one would ever want to sleep with me again. My whole life was going to change. Some of it did, in fact, but I was able to have great relationships. I was able to have sex. I was able to have awesome sex, and I was able to date people I wanted to date, and it really wasn't as horrible as I initially thought. However, it's very natural for people to feel that way because of the stigma, again, because of when they first contract it. That's all they know about STDs is that they're horrible. It means that you're now dirty, you're damaged, you're not wanted. All those things aren't true, but it takes a little bit for someone to work through that. The point then being, can someone actually still have casual sex, which is different than if someone can date again and have relationships again. The actual answer to if someone can still have casual sex is yes. That's the short answer. Don't be shocked by that. I'm sure that's a little striking to some. However, the longer answer encompasses a couple of questions, which includes... Should someone with an STD still have casual sex? And then, do they? First, anyone can actually have casual sex as long as they are practicing safer sex, in my opinion. doesn't matter whether you have an STD or not. However, safer sex is comprehensive safer sex and includes four different things and encompasses talking to a potential partner before they are, before you're engaging in any sort of physical activity, talking to to them about whether you have been tested, what STDs you've been tested for, how often, when was your most recent test, if you have an STD now, what kind of barrier methods you'd like to use, whether that be dental dams, female condoms, condoms, how, uh, how much lube you have on hand, all of those things, and then the number of partners you've had with and without protection, And then the status of your relationship. Are you going to just be casual friends with benefits? Do you, are you going to continue to see other people? Do you want to talk about exclusivity? All of those things are necessary. So if you're having casual sex with someone and you're doing all of those things, it's fine. In a sense, it's ethical. Go ahead. You're communicating everything. You're telling them what they should know. You're giving them all of the opportunity to assess their risk before they're put in a compromising situation. So that also means you can't be naked laying in bed and then telling them, oh, hey, wait, by the way, I have an STD, just so you know. Because at that point in time, people's minds are elsewhere. It's really hard to make a full conscientious decision when you're in the heat of the moment. So yeah, does all of that generally happen during casual sex? No, probably not, and that's really the issue, is that casual sex is just that. It's casual, oftentimes it's with people you don't know very well, 
so you haven't had kind of the conversations that you really should be having, if you are, rock on. That's awesome. And keep going along with that because you're doing a really good job. And the more that that happens, the more that people will feel free and comfortable to talk about safer sex and to get tested because the stigma will be erased. The people who are doing that successfully are helping to eradicate the stigma. What makes it harder for someone with an STD to practice or to have casual sex is that they also must tell that person that they have an STD. Not only that they've been tested, not only what type of barriers they'd like to use, not only whether or not they're sleeping with other people at the same time, but then they also have to convey to that person that there is a risk additional outside of just having casual sex with someone that there is an obvious known risk they have something that they could transmit to someone else and it's not always easy to tell a stranger and not that that person that you're having casual sex with has to be a stranger but generally they're people you're not as comfortable you're not in this long-term developed relationship with so that's a question that if you're living with an std you have to post yourself are you ready to tell that random person that you have an std and do you also want to put yourself at risk for additional STDs? I think that's a, that's a topic that doesn't get talked about a lot in terms of people think instantly, now I'm the bad guy. I have an STD. People are worried about me. I can't sleep with anybody else. But naturally, when you have an STD, you're at a higher risk for contracting additional STDs. And then there are a plethora of other STDs out there. The World Health Organization says there are around 30 or so viral bacterial and parasitic STDs out there. Different websites talk about a different number of them. The STD Project talks about around 20 or so STDs, which is kind of on the high number. A lot of other websites only talk about like four or five of the most common. That's really a big issue in terms of, I, quite honestly, I didn't think about that. That wasn't going through my head because I was kind of blaming myself. And I wasn't thinking, oh, shoot, I'm still putting myself at risk for other things. I'm living with genital herpes, but I could also contract HIV. I could also contract molluscum contagiosum. I did end up later contracting scabies on top of having genital herpes. Whole nother story for a different podcast. So it's not always easy to tell a stranger. And do you want to put yourself at risk for additional STDs? People still do, though. People still have casual sex. That answers the question, do they? Do people with an STD then still have casual sex? Sometimes they don't tell people who they're having casual sex with. And this is common, quite common, actually, because that's why STDs are so common. A lot of people are contracting them. Some people don't know they have them and are transmitting them to others, while some people do know them. And they're in one of those developmental stages that people go through. When somebody contracts an STD, People go through a set of stages. The first stage is generally fear, disgust with oneself, embarrassment, incredible shame. And then the second stage is kind of once somebody initially gets past that, uh, that initial fear and shock and then starts to do some research, realizes how prevalent STDs actually are, how many people have STDs, how many people contract them and don't know they have STDs, how many are transmitted, you know, so on and so forth. And then it's easy to start rationalizing and you simplify it a little bit in terms of, well, you know, I'm not, the other person is at just as at risk as I am and they're putting themselves at risk and they're responsible for themselves. So if they're not asking the questions, it's their own fault, that kind of thing. And I, quite frankly, I did a little bit of that myself. I was in that stage and there were a couple of people that I did not disclose that I had genital herpes with that I really should have because I was kind of rationalizing myself. Well, everyone's responsible for their own sexual health, which they are. 
However, that's that still that stage that hasn't come full circle. It's not an ethical place to be in, and I'll forever have to know that I could have. I'm not sure whether they actually contracted genital herpes from me or not. However, I know that I could have affected someone's life for the rest of their life in a negative way. And now it's my fault that they're dealing with that, and it's something that I have to live with and forgive myself for and work through. So then the question is, do you really want to put yourself in that situation? Can you live with yourself if you do? First two stages, first is fear, disgust, embarrassment, shame. The second is that rationalizing and simplifying stage. Then people get to that third stage where they start to accept themselves. They accept that things may be a little bit different going forward. Casual sex is going to encompass a different kind of conversation that probably didn't happen before. And that might be why they're in that situation, why you're in that situation to begin with, why I was in that situation and why I still am. And then the last stage is kind of advocacy. Some people get there, not everybody else is on board with sharing their story, but a lot of people do get to that point where they want to help others to to go through that process and not have to kind of stay stagnant in any one of those stages for any for longer than they really have to. To come full circle, so now we've talked about all of the stages that really happen. So why some people do still have casual sex and don't tell others that they have an STD, and that's part of the reason STDs are so prevalent. You can still have casual sex, but it should be safe, safer, and fully disclosed. So you need to fully disclose your STD status, and everyone needs to have conversations. The weight and the responsibility is on everyone in terms of casual sex activities. It's not necessarily bad or immoral. However, to be 100% ethical, you need to fully disclose, have those conversations about barriers, that kind of thing. And then if you're living with an STD, do you still want to have that casual sex? Do you want to tell this somewhat of a stranger about your STD and maybe risk them telling other people? Can you deal with the guilt of potentially transmitting it if you don't tell them? Only you can know what's right for you, right? Everyone leads an individual and unique lifestyle, and I can accept that as long as everyone's being as ethical as possible and as conscientious. You have to be kind of mindful now in the situation. It sucks a little bit. It's a little bit more difficult and trying than where where you wouldn't have to necessarily worry about that. But if we did worry about that a little more, if everyone continued to practice safer sex, if we talked about it, communication is key, if we talked about it more and more, it would be easier for, there would be more prevention, it would easier be easier for people to go and get tested, and the people who weren't having those conversations and didn't want to engage in safer sex practices would be the odd man out. It wouldn't be this weird, like, oh gosh, why do you need to have this conversation? I just had a couple cocktails with you and just want to, you know, get it on real quick, like, Why are you getting all weird and scientific and technical on me? And I think right now there's a lot of that. It's strange for people to have those conversations. But if we do, can you imagine how awesome it would be and how much safer everyone would feel and more comfortable with their sexuality and their sexual health? It just would be where it's it's the world that I see that would just be an awesome place to live in. So the short answer is yes, you can, as long as you're practicing safer sex. Many people do. And whether or not you should and if you want to is completely up to you of course and that's it stay tuned next week i'm going to answer the question why all the fuss about stds anyway what's the big deal and yeah stay tuned next time thanks so much guys thanks for listening